Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. Change what you can if it needs changing, but learn to live with what you can't change. You'll only get a sick stomach otherwise. <laughs> oh, Suan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, as you can see... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're rereading the books in honor of the TV show's adaptation, and we're talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite moments, and we're digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we're starting New Spring with chapters one through nine, because that's how the Patreon people voted. I'm not sad about it, actually, ultimately. Yeah, me neither. I, I have some thoughts, but we'll get into yeah, it yeah, first. Yeah. Pre-discussion uh, notes. Yeah, yeah, so we have a big shout-out to Kat, who made us multiple charts and the most amazing spreadsheet in the world to like analyze how how fast or how slow we're moving through the books um and it's helping we're we're using it to map out what sh- how many chapters we do for new spring so which is mm-hmm. pretty awesome so big thanks to cat for that it's amazing yeah it it really i i'm glad because also we're reading like a few more chapters than we have been reading now for the yeah. books and it it 100% makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. For right? sure. Yep. Um I uh, Where okay. do we start? <laughs> okay. 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 So, <laughs> first thought. So this is this book actually came out in 2004. So we have right now there is a 12-year gap between The Shadow Rising, which we just read, mm-hmm. and New Spring, the the publication dates, because Shadow Rising, I think, came out in 92. So the I think the first thing I kind of want to talk about is not even the story, but the prose. Mm. This reads, I was like, it, it hit me maybe like eight chapters in. I'm <laughs> sorry to say, to be fair, I was reading at like 11 p.m. last night, but it it strikes me at, like this is YA this book is young adult I was I mean I had a similar feeling honestly it's it's interesting I mean because we've noticed this before too with some of the like Egwene Elaine in particular sections where oh, like sure. it turns into like a, a YA teen romance even, situation for like, like the age level though for me I think it's literally the writing like it's more I don't want to say simplistic because I don't think YA is like inherently more simplistic but there is a there isn't maybe a less denseness density to the prose. Do you think that's? I mean, it's hard to say right now because we've only had one chapter versus like eight Moiraine chapters. But I didn't. I didn't. I felt like the land chapter was pretty comparable to. I didn't think so. No? I saw it literally on the second page. Is like, is it that the prose is more simplistic or less verbose? Is what I wrote. Interesting. There is a. Again, it's like not a simplicity. I think it's that there's still like detail and everything, but it's almost like the sentences feel shorter or yeah. like something, but there's something less dense about this first chapter to me than even the like prologues of. Oh, well, sure. Right? I would totally agree. Yeah, this is it's less I know, fancy. It's less fancy. It is. It's just less fancy. It's less, it's less flowery. Yes. It's less yeah. like there, there's, it's very interesting because I was like, is that, my question is like, because we're skipping all the book releases in between, mm. is that something we're going to see Ooh. from like book 10? I don't know. Because like, I have no idea. I don't know because I don't remember. Right. 
are we going to see that slow shift? Are we only, am I only noticing it because it's such a stark, like such a huge difference? What between... an interesting question. Right? Yeah. I'm so curious and I really hope I remember this <laughs> by the time we get to <laughs> Someone will remind us 10, maybe. 11. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. That's fascinating <laughs> though. That's super interesting. Right? You know, my other wondering is like, did this book get edited more? Always my question. Like, I did for whatever reason this book like got a harder edit than some of the other ones. Have? I don't think so. No. I think it's lit- I think it's a stylistic. I my gut is saying a stylistic choice. Yeah, but who knows? Like, maybe it was like a slow shift in the change of because like prose changes, right? Yeah, it's, no, totally. That's a, that's a big difference. The writer he was in '92 is very different from the writer that's he would have been point. in 2004. It's a good point. So I I don't know. I think it's. Maybe he got a little tired of his own floweriness at a certain maybe, point. Maybe, or maybe it was like a slow shift. Like we'll yeah. see the, where you don't even notice it mm-hmm. as you're reading because right. Right. the shift is so slow. But like I right. have no idea. I'm so curious about it though. Yeah, it's interesting. That's super right? interesting. Yep, yep. Because like to, I was just like, this is so. If because it felt really strange starting to read, and it just immediately felt super different. To oh, me. I I agree with that completely. Yeah, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I feel like that first sentence would have been like four times as long. <laughs> I mean, it's still a pretty classic Jordan open, right? It it's is. A wind. a wind is doing a thing. A wind is doing a thing, but instead <laughs> of like a wind is doing like this thing and this thing and this thing and this right. thing and this thing, right. the wind is doing like two things. Right. <laughs> The wind is getting a break. <laughs> well, so this chapter, I mean, it, it it cracked me up because, like, there's all of this land stuff that you're like, well, that doesn't last for long. Like, he's like, well, it's better to avoid Aes Sedai whenever I know, possible. It's so, it's, it, well, okay, so it starts, first of all, chapter one is called The Hook, and I got to say, not a hook. I thought this chapter was, like, kind of boring until the very end. <laughs> Well, because it takes so long for anything to happen. Well, right. So it's like Lan is walking around uh, in the midst. We're in the midst of the Isle War, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and we're getting all these like little bits about how the camp works and how these like guardsmen are falling asleep. and Right. And it's cold. It's, and It's cold. It's very. There's so much cold air mm-hmm. in this first half of this Seriously. book. Like everyone is. <laughs> they're both cold all the time. Um. <laughs> And there's a little bit of like he's talking about his sword and yeah, which I thought was like okay. Here's something where I'm like, do I just not remember focusing on Land's sword? Like this felt like a very no, heavy focus. I was I was also like, oh okay, he's got a special sword too. Who knew? Like now we know, right? It, also, it, I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but like Land Sword and then his horse's name is Cat Dancer. Oh, I love I remembered Cat Dancer. I remembered what, that there was a sword. I don't know, but I remembered there was a horse named Cat Dancer. <laughs> and I remembered like I love that his horse is named Cat Dancer and Moiraine's is named Arrow. Yeah. That made me laugh really hard. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry. So I jumped. I jumped forward. But yes, it, there's a there's a whole bunch, and we get we're getting more land backstory, right? Like we meet one of the guardsmen, Bukama, who definitely is not the same guardsman that we saw in the uh, show. I'm I'm just saying he is. I know he's not, but well, in, my in, head in terms of how the character presents, no, like this like character is like super grim and like n- yeah. would never smile and laugh and be like naive. You're so well, pretty. Like that's not gonna happen. No, uh, I did before. Before we get to Bukama, though, yeah. so there's some interesting stuff that that happens here with with regards to the world at large. I mm. think because we hear a lot about the Isle War in mm-hmm. the series, 
And it really was kind of like the continent versus the isle, right? Right. And so I was thinking the way Jordan describes like this regiment is like a bunch of, like there's a Domani person. There's like, it's like a mix of people from different lands. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, I like at the top of, that page I was like how is this organized like is it like different regiments is it like different lands send their own regiments like and then at the bottom they'd say like this is grandly named the great coalition or the grand coalition Mm -hmm. or the grand alliance and it felt very world war (laughs) to me sure yeah right where he's like setting this up but there are still like this is only 20 years earlier right like Mm -hmm. about and the shift in like, I just am surprised that there was not a greater shift in thinking in terms of how the different areas relate to one another mm. based on the fact that they would have had to come together to defeat the Aiel. I don't know. I know. It just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just feel like this, the impact of the Aiel War feels very personal and very isolated in the books when it was this huge thing that happened. Mm. But I don't know. I just, I'm, I find myself, while I was reading, I found myself thinking a lot about who these characters are here and who they would become 20 mm-hmm. years later. Mm-hmm. And 20 years did not seem like enough time. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I would, I would for sh- especially agree with that for Moiraine, which we'll get to. Um, yes, 100%. But is it is that right? Is that the right number? Twenty years? It's about twenty, right? Ish. I don't actually know. I like between capable of keeping track because of because Tam. Oh right, because of how because Rand Land, has right, to be. Right. Rand has to right. be born. Right. Right. It, within this. So actually, twenty is like the max. It could even be like eighteen. Yeah. So it just really did not feel yeah. like yeah. kind of enough. I almost was like, oh, like literally at some point, and we'll talk about this. Is that I was like, oh, Maureen's only like my age yeah yeah no I actually that's I didn't think about it but I completely agree now that you've pointed it out 100% I agree that it's not enough time for them to get from A to C yeah yeah it's just very it's very interesting (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so we got a little more like Lan, I love these like little moments with Lan though, where he's like, he found himself chuckling. He seldom laughed, but <laughs> laughter was better than worrying over what he could not change. Yeah, it's and- weird to be inside <laughs> Lan's head. Let me tell it's you, very weird. But I fully can see now, having seen the show, hmm. I can see Daniel Henney's Lan. Oh being yeah, this person. Yes, I actually think there's some really interesting. I, we'll get to it more later. Like I'm like, oh, I bet the show was pulling from this. Like this, right? Is, yeah, I feel I feel very sure that the show relied a lot on some New Spring stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. So right. So we so so there's all that. We get to Bukama. There's is that before or after we get the Cody the flame in the void because that was that's the thing that's that was... later that's oh, okay. later which yeah, I have yeah. some thoughts on yeah yeah so Bukama first it's Bukama and right. there's like a little bit where we get like like you said Land's backstory where he was mm-hmm. like there were twenty men and five survived right. and Bukama was the last of them who could like train him with the of being the uh, Malkiri king or whatever right right um they talk about the Hadori the band Land mm-hmm. wears across his forehead. I did like that detail. Um, I did too. And I guess Hadori, I looked it up. Hadori is like a, I think it's a short sharpening technique. Oh. 
Robert Jordan Don't... borrowing words. Surprise. 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 <laughs> uh, I did um, like this part about the the question about like whether or not the Aiel are like dark friends or not. That was an yeah. interesting I enjoyed that inclusion. I liked this whole bit actually about the like cyclical nature not just of the wheel but of wars Mm, mm -hmm. right of like the need to sort of reset which is also a very like eastern religion idea like Mm. you have ages and at the end of every age is the destruction of that age and then Mm -hmm. you come back and start anew um which in hinduism like is kaliyug is the the last age and that's kind of the implication is that's where they are right the breaking of the world right because I, I liked that whole thing where it starts like in the world outside Tarvalin, though many men had claimed to see a pattern. And so it's a thousand years. I think this is the most explicit it's been yeah. said, right? Yep. The breaking of the world, then the then the Trolloc Wars, there's a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Then there's like another thousand years mm-hmm. <laughs> for the Age of Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like another thousand years is where they are with the Isle. Right. So they're like, it must be a part of the Dark One. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. So Lana's like ruminating on all of this uh, when he and Bukama start walking and then this like Tarian noble comes out of the fog with orders. This part made do me we, laugh so hard, by the way. Do we think he's on the up and up? Like I was like a little unsure because Lan is so like this dude is all wrong. Like no well, courtesy, no this. He doesn't give his name. I'm like and then because of what happens next, I'm like, was this even a real thing? Like or is this dude just like trying to sow discord? Is he a dark friend? Like I was like I was trying to, I don't, maybe I, I was like over reading into it, but I was I like, what know. is going on here? It just kind of made me laugh because like Lan complains so much about this guy's yes. like way of existing, yes. with, like the scent of roses and how fancy he needs to be. But then Lan is like, he didn't even like introduce himself. Yeah. So yeah. like Lan has his own set of guidelines on what is appropriate and they are correct. But this guy's set of guidelines are incorrect. Right. Just made me laugh really hard because mm. I was like, like he, he literally, I feel like that's explicit, right? He literally says some of these Southlanders had peculiar notions of polite behavior. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, you literally juxtapose Land being like, wow, that guy's full of shit for having like cologne on. <laughs> and then Land being like, oh, I want him to waste time with social niceties. Right. Like it, it seemed like very like, hey, Land, maybe take a step outside and look at yourself. I don't know. Fair enough. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like that was kind of. I don't know if that was I, – I feel like it must have been Jordan's goal to juxtapose them so clearly against yeah, one another. Sure. So to me, it was less about like whether or not this guy was like it was actually happening. I think it it, it was intended to happen, but the aisle clearly like shifted their perspective on what was happening and, and made right. some choices. Right, right. Interesting. But I don't know. Yeah, TBD. It's a guess. Well, and then here, oh, here's where we get the name for the flame in, flame in the void. The uh, Cody. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is where it's like. Yeah. This feels more appropriation than appreciation (laughs) (laughs) right i i don't just do we know does cody mean something no but this is buddhism well sure (laughs) but like see the void the way Rand describes the void it never felt like oh i'm just this is just buddhism Mm. this is taking this idea of oneness and this idea of becoming not just like inside yourself putting all this stuff inside the flame which is kind of how Rand describes right. it this is like becoming one with the ground one with the night right you're right like this you're is right. like 
external oneness as well yes. as internal oneness, but mm. for this for the sake of violence, mm-hmm. which felt very strange. To well, me. yeah, no, uh, no doubt, no doubt, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I didn't love it. No. Well, <laughs> it also like begs so many questions. It's like, where the fuck does Tam Althor learn this? Like, right? Wh- where does Tam learn the district? <laughs> well, so Tam could have learned it during the Isle War. I guess if that's it is true. This idea of like they weren't separating by nation they weren't separating by they were just they separated i don't know based on what because they don't go into depth nobody tells us yeah but it definitely was not done on national lines it was not done on country lines i guess region yeah yeah right interesting um so tam i think easily could have learned it during the isle word okay fair enough training yeah but i prefer the way it's described (laughs) Yeah, in in Which, the original, yeah, in the original, mm. where it it feels disconnected enough, where you're being influenced by right what it is versus like I'm just gonna take this and put it in a place of violence. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel a little icky about that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, so let's see. So they're. They have this whole like milit. The Terran is like, go do this. Set up on this place called the Hook, so that we can, you know crush these Aeol between our two forces. Uh, mm-hmm. So then we get a description of everybody mobilizing and they're... There's, there's, this is where we see Cat Dancer. <laughs> this is where we see Cat Dancer. We get, like, some thoughts about the White Tower. Um, I also like this guy. We got introduced. I don't know. I There's so many moments where, like, a pure Jordan is like, and there's this character whose right. name is this, who who is like this and is important. And you're like, eh, are they important? Right, right. Because like, we get this whole description of this kid Kaniadrin, mm. Kaniadrin, however you say that, uh, who I liked because it was like, he was a cheerful killer who often laughed while he fought. He was smiling <laughs> now at the prospect of fighting to come and I was like, oh no, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> you seem fun. <laughs> but like, are you ever going to show up again? Right. There's also, <laughs> there's also this line about the horses that I want to talk about. Okay. Because <laughs> they have to get to a certain point, and they're worried they won't have enough time to do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. like Land keeps being like, I don't know if we're going to make it to the place we need to be to be the hook or whatever. Right. And it says, in stories, men galloped for 10 miles, 20, but even oh, yeah. without snow, to gallop for four or five miles would have lamed half these horses and winded the rest long before reaching the hook. And I'm like, how come this was not in their first... <laughs> What? <laughs> Jordan learned some things about horses <laughs> and is using what he knows. I know. I was like, I was like during, I was like, wait, so during the Eye of the World. Right. When they were like riding forever. <laughs> well, they have an Aes Sedai with them. That's so, fair. That's and she fair. is like doing the thing with the horses or whatever. It did just make me laugh really hard that he like made it a point to include that. <laughs> amazing oh god it was pretty good yeah yeah uh but yeah then we get some like towering there's a line about bows which i thought was funny where they're like bows are great for the aisle land doesn't carry one and a lot of south southlanders don't like it (laughs) like okay but if it works (sighs) is this a phrase i also wanted to ask you about as surely as peaches were poison Oh, I thought I was like, ooh, Lan has like a folksism. Like what yeah. <laughs> that's but like what? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never heard it before. So Okay, weirdo. good. I was like, is this just like a thing that I don't know about? No. Or is this just made up for the book? Rando folksy saying. You're like so weird. <laughs> so there's a lot of like battle stuff. 
Well, this was, yeah, it like there's a lot of discussion of military tactics. It's like, oh, yeah, then, then they'll like flank, so but much. then we'll do this, and then we'll do that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And blah, some blah, people blah, blah. didn't want to learn yeah, the simple things. Yeah, and a pig-headed carrion and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's like it keeps going. Right. And then there's this, like, there was they kept talking about the Islemen, and they say S- some might be women. Mm-hmm. Isle women sometimes fought alongside the men, but most would be men. Is that something we know? Well, I do feel like there are not as many maidens of the spear as there sure. are male warriors. So it does. It felt a little weirdly dismissive and like yeah. weirdly like because the women don't usually do this. And I was like, that is what? yeah. That's <clears throat> that could just be like a land misconception about the island. Yeah, I guess. It's Rather than like a statement. Look, this land is so blinded. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know some things yet. That's true. He's. He's baby um, land. <laughs> he's still so emo, though. Oh, my gosh. No doubt. Like, the most emo. No doubt. So, yeah. So, <laughs> then they discover there's way more Aeol than there's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, supposed to be, like, five or six hundred, and there's almost, like, two thousand or something like this that. This whole section is so good, though. Like, the last, like, two pages of this chapter, mm. where it's, like, you're, like, it's it's so slow in getting here. Mm-hmm. But when it gets there, where you're, like, waiting for these Aeol to show up, and it's slowly, it's, like. Oh man, there are way more. Oh man, there are way more. Oh man, there are way, 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 mm-hmm. way, way more. And they're acting strangely. And then these like trumpets start going, and they're like, they the land keeps being like he'd never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. And then the aisle shout out this word on Elaine, which we um, know, which we know, but remind us because okay. Some of us <laughs> so they call land that. When they see him right. in whichever book it is that we finally get to the waste. Uh, so they and they make a big deal in the paragraph before that about how like they've stopped and they're like mm-hmm. staring at them and like it's how so can cool. they even see. Yeah. And so uh, they are like they are literally they're saluting Lan is what yeah. they're do- he doesn't know it. But he doesn't that's know what it. We're do- that's what they're doing. Yeah. Because is- they have their like spears held. High. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's and cool. then uh, the translation Lan is like that means what? One man alone, but what does that mean? Right, right. Why would they shout that? And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go a different way. We're just gonna go over." Yeah, and then they just leave. Right. (laughs) Land's like, "Uh, what just happened? Let's let's have some conversations with some people." Yeah, yeah. So, and then we don't hear from Land again for all for the rest of this section, which I was a little mad about. Quite frankly, I was okay with it. No, I was like, "Get break this up a little bit. This is this is a lot." I was okay with it because it feels like so the next math to eight chapters are <laughs> i was like how many chapters did we read i don't even know uh the next eight chapters are all moiraine pov but mm. they are so specific to what this is like this is a classic like i realized it like 30 pages in where i was like this is a classic like old school british boarding school story oh yeah i was it's like 100 percent. Right? like, like this is the magic girls in mallory school. towers yes i mean it is that is what it is 100 percent. like that is 100 percent. so imagine like breaking this tone up with lands like dramatic like warrior <laughs> soldier i i don't think it would have worked i oh, think it really? Been really jarring hmm because the tone is so if there had been a similarity in tone mm. like yeah but the tone is so different like yeah. i think it would have felt very strange and and jarring to go b- between the two povs honestly i guess i mean i guess i don't feel like so much happens like stuff no, happens no i but... i'm not saying that it was like 
this clearly like there there's so much just like clerical work in oh my this second, where I was just like I don't care about this I know, like, move but I do along. understand not break like I think it could I have see. been cut I see but I don't think breaking it up okay was the fair enough fair enough fair enough but so okay so we're in now we're in Moiraine POV where we will live for a little while yep and she and Suan are in are, are attending the Amerlin and uh, her keeper, so Tamara, Tamra? Uh, yeah, sure, Tamra. Tamra and Gitara, who is mm-hmm. the keeper. Um, there's some, like, knowledge drops in this, like... Um, a lot of info <laughs> Like, Moiraine here. is standing there, and he's like, her uncle had started this war, and I was like, what? <laughs> Did we know that? Oh, yeah, we totally knew that. I don't remember. Well, I knew it. I can't remember when we find out in the books. I don't know that... I do believe that there's been a section where... Somebody calls Moiraine out on her background and is like, well, I know this and this about you. And they're like sparring. I can't remember where it is. I like but... don't remember this at all. So yeah. who knows? Maybe yeah, and there's like ad- a big chunk of like Dice Damar discussion and like mm-hmm. we know that. Anyway, I, I did know this. I don't remember if it's something we knew or something that will be told to us so yeah. who knows like, certainly if... <laughs> we didn't know this much detail about her family no we did not we we didn't have like all the background yeah. um so they're waiting on word during this war and it's like freezing <laughs> and moiraine is kind of like thinking about tamara and Gitara and like their place um i do think the amara i made a note that Tamara Ospenya is like a good name. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. And we were getting like a lot of insight into who Moiraine is, right? She's yes. like, Tamara is fair and just, which were not always the same thing, but she was often kind. Moiraine admired her greatly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I actually quite like this Moiraine, like a lot. Yeah, no, I do too. I do too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, I'm, I question, like we said earlier, how this Moiraine yeah becomes the Moiraine we come to know from others' perspectives. Mm-hmm. Although there's hints of how that happens. Yeah, it's the seeds are there. In such certainly. a short time. But yes, twenty years doesn't feel like quite long enough. enough. No. Um, so they're sitting there. There's also there's so Moiraine is just so clearly in love with Suan. Like <laughs> so much of this so much of Moiraine's POV is how awesome Suan is. It's true. It's true. You're not wrong. And it's so funny to me that anyone having read this book could be surprised (laughs) at the direction the show took. Yeah, right. Right, right. Yeah, it's absolutely there. I mean, in both implied and explicit ways. Like, Like, it's 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 pretty pretty much hilarious. Amazing. Um, So she's sitting there, and I also, you know what I also really liked? Is seeing those seeds of Moiraine taking notice of things mm-hmm. and how she's she that in that way, I think we can very clearly see how in the time that passed, how she becomes who she was, right? Mm. Like, so there's we've got like two or three pages of her thinking about where she stands, what's going on, kind of observing what's going on, and then there's this sentence, um. Where she says, but in the four hours since she and Suan had replaced Tamale and Brenda's in attendance on the Amerlin, Gitara had only sat there writing a letter. Mm, it suddenly mm-hmm. hit her that close on four hours was a very long time to spend on one letter. Mm-hmm. And it shifts the way she starts looking at the room. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Like, we see her epiphany, and then we see her line of thinking change based on that. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's awesome. That's, like, a really cool characterization moment. And we see quite a few of those as it goes on. Yeah, yeah. We also get, I started noticing it in here in particular, a lot more about exactly how old Aes Sedai can live, yeah. which I did not remember yeah. from the other books. Like, that they, like that guitar is, like, probably 300 years old, and that Tamara right? is, like, at least 100. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> is that a thing? How did I not know that? So... Yeah, I thought that was really, really interesting. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did remember that they they aged slower. Yeah, yeah, same. But not that much slower. But not that much slower. Yeah. Um, and also, like we keep saying, it made it seem like Suen and Moiraine are much older than they actually are. <clears throat> right, right. Because, again, they say they came, like, when, if they came to the thing at, what, like, 16, say, right? Right. Uh, three years as novices, 19, a few more years as accepted. They do say, but I don't remember. But, like, they're, like, 20, 22, like, they're around that. Yeah. I feel like 40-ish. They're only about 40-ish. Yeah. Like, it makes it seem like, the books make them seem like they're so much older. It's not even necessarily older, but, like, have had like way more experiences or like i don't know like yeah no that's what i mean yeah yeah yeah. it's and i guess like i'm trying to like parse it out like 20 years is like a decent amount of time to rack up experience but the the like level of like sort of world weariness and like consolidation of power and experience like it just feels like it needs to be more than 20 like because they they continually make notes in the book in the non-prequel books uh, in the main line of story, how people forget how close Suen and Moiraine used to be. Right, right. Like, that is not long enough to forget. No, right, right. And, and everyone comments on it. Like everyone mm-hmm. talks about it. Yeah. The the intense relationship they have with Aleda, like. Oh my god! I can't ugh, wait till I, we can start talking about that because that shit god. is weird. I mean, um, it's so weird, and I don't like it. No, okay. No. So they're in anyway. this room. <laughs> um. I really enjoy how we're seeing Moiraine's mind at work. Uh, there's like, oh my God, it's just like out of the corner of her eye. Yeah. Moiraine saw Suan smiling at her. That smile turned Suan's face from handsome to pretty and made her clear blue eyes twinkle. I'm like, oh my God, you're in love with this girl. Yep. 100%. <laughs> like Moiraine could not help smiling back. Suan had a gift making her smile when she wanted to frown and laugh when she wanted to weep. <laughs> Just so funny. Yeah. So, um. and then we get like some discussion of like how Suan is good as puzzles and Moiraine isn't, but like Moiraine's mm-hmm. a good writer and Suan isn't. And like it's yeah. just like a lot about like the two of them and how they compare to each other and how close they are and they're cold. And then they start hearing all of these trumpets. There's like huge amounts of trumpets happening. Well, so we get this is the first mention of uh, Aleda though here, right? Oh, oh yeah, there it is. You're so right. She's on page like, twenty-four. She's she's talking kind of about how fast Moiraine and Su- or she's thinking about mm-hmm. how Moiraine and Suan have moved through the uh, system pretty quickly, um, and how good they are. And then she thinks only one other woman had ever finished novice training in just three years. Aleda Oroyan, a detestable woman, mm-hmm. uh, had completed her time as accepted in three years too, also a record. And it seemed at least possible they might match that. Um, and then there's another like aside about how great Suan is, but it it's the deliberate association and like focus on Aleda is mm-hmm. so interesting to me. And I yeah. again, I'm a little 
sad we didn't wait to read this until its publication point because mm. I wonder how the information changes knowing what you know after 10 books versus knowing what we know after four. Mm. Mm. Like, Too late now. <laughs> I know. We're in it. <laughs> um, so then the trumpets happen and there's like, Tamara's like, go see what's happening. Yeah. Make some tea. Right. <laughs> Uh, I did like this. Like, I want someone to publish Hearts of Flame. Oh, yeah. This book that Ellen is reading. (laughs) Like, hey, I'll read that. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Moiraine is, like, sort of fronting here as, like, more, you know, senior than she actually is and, like, trying to be very Aes Sedai-like and a little bit failing. And we get this, like, whole thing where she, like, can't stand to talk about sex. Like, she's, like, and he, like, mentioned blushing so much. Yeah, it's really bizarre. That's, like, her carrion and prudery or something. It's Um, very strange. And so there's no messages, which she already knew because somebody would have come in and said so. So... Like, I did think this was funny, this moment, this first moment of the blushing, mm. um, because Maureen thinks there was such a thing of decor- as decorum, which was a really funny parallel to land to me. Oh. <laughs> of land being like, oh, manners. <laughs> so that made me laugh a little bit. Where I, I was like, okay, I I'll didn't notice it. that. That's great. I, like, 100% was like, all right. <laughs> we also get a very brief, like, explanation of like most I said I don't marry or like I right. don't want that again which we've seen before yeah uh and then guess what happens because <laughs> it's got, the prophecy we got that prophecy it's really intense say, it is intense but it also isn't like I kind of like that it's not like a really flowery prophecy. <laughs> yeah. Guitar is just like, I feel him. He's coming. He's coming. Right. Like, hold this. He's crying like thunder. He burns like the sun. And then she dies. So this was interesting. The burns like the sun line, right? Because mm-hmm. that was in the show. Yes. So. But not for, not for who we know, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Moiraine says like. The well, Loghain says it about right, but Moiraine said it to him first. She says to him, I know you're not the dragon because the dragon will burn like the sun. And then Loghain says it about then Loghain says it about Nynaeve, which is, I think, you know, deliberate misdirection. I, yeah, I agree. So, but anyway, that's that's all I'm saying is that there, there's that line. We saw that in that line. You are right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then Guitar like drops dead, yeah. Sad. Which I did not remember. No, no. <laughs> um, they can we pause for a second? They changed sure. her to be blind in the show. Yeah, and I was like, is that necessary? I don't understand. I don't think quite, it was necessary. Yeah, what the point of that was? <sighs> like it feels ableist association. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It like, it was uh... unnecessary because I liked how guitar was described yeah. in the books, which is like she's very human. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she's been around for like three hundred years. Yeah, but she has like like she like likes big jewelry and right. like it's right. like you know whatever. Like I liked that she felt like a very human person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's kind of what's great about the Aes Sedai is they feel like they feel way more human in this book than they have ever felt in the series. Yes. Totally, hundred. Which makes sense, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Because we're getting the Enid Blyton version, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, right. So, 
so, but Suan and Tamara and Moiraine are the only ones there. Yep. And Tamara's kind of like, uh, is there any chance you didn't hear that? Right. <laughs> Which like, made me laugh. Definitely. Like, oh, we definitely we heard. <laughs> um, and she's like, all right, you're not going to tell anybody ever. You will tell no one. Like and guitars. you'll lie about this, yes, which is you're gonna wild. lie. Yeah, it's so interesting. And we know that accepted can lie. So, you know, mm-hmm. makes sense. But and yeah. it's it's like as much as the time change is what it is or the, the distance is what it is between, you know, the books and this prequel, I really liked that we got this scene from this like young Moiraine and mm-hmm. Suen's perspective because they are so you see the seeds of who they are. Yeah. But they're so different from who they become. Right. Well, and, and this is such a pivotal moment for them. Like, yeah. this moment shapes the rest of their lives. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it was just, a, it's a really good idea, I think, for story. Yeah. Yeah. And I do also appreciate how we see Morning Rain, like, starting to, like, you know, practice, like, giving eyes to die answers. And, like, yeah. while we also see her, like, cataloging and noticing in the background, like, her brain just can't stop doing it. Like, it's very, it is. It's and a nice, Yeah. It feels so different from seeing Egwene, Nynaeve, and Elaine in oh, the yeah. same place. And this is where I was coming back to, like, the prose is different. Mm. Because even though we're seeing Elaine, Nynaeve, and um, Egwene in those similar situations, there is a there is a maturity and, like, sort of an adult perspective to the way we're seeing, to the way they see their situations. Yes. Even when they're being silly and, yeah. and kids about it. Mm-hmm. It feels like very like now I'm putting in a place where we're going to see how young they are just so you remember that right. they're young versus here like Moiraine truly feels like a young adult. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, okay. So chapter three. So chapter three. So they are heading out from the Amerlin Seats office and. And we get this like, and I liked this moment where like Moiraine's like very like, I can't think about this. I don't want to think about this. So I'm going to think about all these other things. Right. But there are things that Jordan is like, hey, reader, you should also think about this. <laughs> right. When she's like. The colors of all the ajas were used in equal proportion. But, like, why? When some are bigger than the other, have they always been the same size? <laughs> and, like, it was just so funny to me that it was Jordan being like, hey, I might not have answers, but this is interesting, don't you think? <laughs> I I do feel like he's using Moiraine to, like, info dump on yes. us. And it's, oh, like, for a sure. little tiresome after a while. I'm like, all it does. right. It, okay. It's good, like, at the top, but, like, these nine chapters, I feel like could have been like six. Oh yeah, it just there's so much <laughs> like well, and that's because blah 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 blah. Like she sees a person with red hair, and that's interesting because blah 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 blah. And you're like, okay, I get it. I get it's it. Fine, move along. Um, we get a little bit more of like Moiraine and Suan, mm-hmm. and Moiraine clearly being in love with Suan. Yeah. Um, but I like that Suan. As you go on, you see Suan's sort of like a smart jock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it just, like, the the way they interact just made me, I love it so much, but, like, also their relationship is so funny. (laughs) Because, like, it is. It's, like... (laughs) Not the word I would have used, but I'm here for your interpretation. (laughs) But it's just, like, she's, you know, she's, like, maybe not jock, but it's, like, it's, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but she's, like, you know, more brash, more, like, vocal, like, 
you know, bigger, like, bigger presence, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, when Maureen thinks, like, rough edges were a part of Suan, right, you know? Right. It's, like, sort of, like, I don't know how to describe it, but I really enjoyed their back and forth. Yeah, and well, the class difference, right? Like, you know, yes. Suan is a fisherman's daughter, and Moiraine is the niece of the, you know, mm-hmm. dude who started the Aiel War. Like, it's a lot of... It's a, a lot, lot of, of that. Yeah, it's great. But I, the, yes, the way that it's described is delightful. I also really loved on page 33 how we see like who Suan wanted to be versus yes. who she ends up being, which is like yes. kind of heartbreaking. But also I'm like, oh, this is interesting because I remember certain things about Suan's arc that we haven't gotten to yet. So I'm like, all right, like interesting. I see you, Robert Jordan. <laughs> But yeah, like she wants to travel and like as I soon know. as she gets raised to the shawl, she's going to leave. And you're like, yep, that's There's not like happening. A, it's not that she's simple. Like it's not that she's like, what's the word? Like she, it's, it's like she's smart, right? She sees yeah. it and she gets it. But there also is a, almost like a naivete because she like won't right. learn the, the great game, right? Yeah, she, yeah. She, kind of is like I'm just gonna say what I need to say or she's like, not a subtle person she's not a subtle person right and so like the interaction later where Tamra all but tells Moiraine to use the power to clean her mm-hmm. dress and Suen doesn't pick it up like that is so interesting to me based on who they become later like yeah. it's just so it's I really, really like this relationship a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, same. 100%. I wish I had read this younger. I would have, like... (laughs) I wish I hadn't been so angry when I read it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. So they're talking about that, and they're talking about the testing a little Mm -hmm. bit. They're thinking about the prophecy. There is this funny line, which I think maps out the um, introduction to the show, where... I, I think I'm reading a different edition than you because I have those like they only have those like fancy trade paperbacks, so I don't know what oh. is for you. Yeah, um, I, I do have a different edition than you. But Moiraine was thinking the histories were full of the horrors men like that had done, thinking about like uh, the men who could channel. But it felt like a very like eyes to die version of history, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Where we were talking about at the top of the show, like who. Like, is this history or is this the ice right. propaganda version of history? Right, right. And so I think we're seeing pieces of that here. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and so they have this thing where <laughs> Suan is, like, trying to talk about what they just saw. And Moyen's like, I don't think we're supposed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think we should. And Suan's like, what? She said we couldn't talk to other people about right. it. <laughs> So they go back to Suen's room, and we get this whole description of what the room is like. It's pretty bare, pretty pretty low key. Mm-hmm. And then we see Suan like lighting the fire with the power, which like they're not supposed to, you know, do or whatever. But then we get this whole conversation about you have to know the rules before you can break them. Oh, and then we get this whole description of them pulling pranks, I which I was like, loved I'm it. sorry, what? I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever it's heard. It's adorable. It's so cute. It's so like. They put fish in the pond. They like. <laughs> they like put like itch, itch like itch itching powder, powder essentially. Itch the latest clothes. It was like really. And they like talk about how it's like everything was so horrible. This was like an outlet. Yes. Like it was just like. 
Oh, I yeah. love you guys. And you would never see this in the no. Egwene Elaine Nynaeve White Tower. Like, no. never. That's, never. yeah, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Is like, we're getting, the, this is a school. And yeah. it feels like a school. And mm-hmm. it feels like kids at school. Yeah. Like, even the descriptions of them, like, going to eat or, yeah. like, some of the accepted are, like, rushing off to where they're supposed to be, like, eating biscuits as they go. Yep. Like, yep. It feels so school-oriented. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then so we get a little bit of like a uh, description of what my Moiraine needs when she's channeling, which is basically the opposite of Nynaeve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like her cha- like Nynaeve, Moiraine has to like hold her temper, which is quite big and like she needs to be calm. <laughs> Whereas Suen can just do it. Like Suen is, has that sort of like strength where things don't get to her as much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was some really interesting stuff here about the different ways that emotion can Mm -hmm. interfere with the power, especially I was thinking about it when in the show, in that episode where we see the Aes Sedai who, um, oh gosh, I've like blocked his name already. The horrible white cloak uh, has like tied to a stake and cut off her hands and whatnot. It's like, oh, right. Okay. Like you cannot be calm in those circumstances. So it makes more sense to me now that like you would not be able to channel at that moment in time. So yep. whether you have your hands or not is kind of not the point. Yep. But yes, that was interesting. I enjoyed that. That was interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think just all this, like it's a lot, but I, it's sort of like when I think about how interested I am in the force, like force <laughs> stuff with Star Wars. Like yeah. I'm so curious about force lore stuff. Oh yeah. This is a lot of power lore. Yeah. It's a lot of power lore. The gestures show up in here too, which clearly they, yes. were, they were relying on for the show. So like Moiraine, so what they're doing is they're practicing for their uh, test basically to get raised to Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. And there are a hundred weaves that you have to do in this very specific order and this very specific way. And like your buddy, like try to like distract you so they like pull you know they poke you with the power they like make you cold or whatever they do they do things to distract you um Mm -hmm. but there's certain apparently certain ways where you have to do a gesture not because it like does anything but because it doesn't work if you don't do it it's so like it's kind of random that's like a really random it's a confusing thing right because it's like the motion did not it wasn't really part of it but if you didn't make it it didn't work but then it's like Another oddity was that none of these incredibly intricate weaves actually did it. Oh, no, not that part. But it's the lack of gestures. So, like, supposedly the gestures set certain pathways in your mind. The lack of gestures made it seem possible that you might lack the use of your hands during at least part of the test. Meaning you have you do have to be able to do them without gestures. Yeah. So it's it was very, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like I confusing. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting stuff about movement and the use of the power that clearly the show was pulling on. So yeah, that, but it's just as that like That makes uneven. more sense to me now. <laughs> but yes, it is. It's very uneven and confusing. Yeah. And so she's like, Suan is like trying to distract her, obviously, like while she's doing these. And then she says, do you think the Reds will mm-hmm. be able to... M- make themselves leave him alone and that of course disrupts her yeah because so we get a little bit about moiraine's perspective on the reds Mm -hmm. which is like "Mm, they probably won't yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and then myrell barges in who i just Mm. vaguely remember from the books i remember the name but like that's about it yeah yeah so uh 
and she comes in and she's like, so how long before the last battle? And they're both I like, know, right? um, and they're like, what? And she's like, well, the aisle, <laughs> duh. So funny. <laughs> it cracked me up. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then I was like used as this being like, oh, right, this might be harder than we think it's going right. to be. <laughs> but there's some like reference to like Moiraine squealing like a pig. And she's like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> I did not. I would never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> yeah, it's like, again, great boarding school, like friends hanging out in the room, like prepping Very for a test. So. Like, it's so cute. So it's really cute. cute. So they and like, then, and then there's this bit here about like how like they continue testing, and Suan likes to use embarrassing. I caresses. underlined that. I was like, oh my god. <sighs> like Robert Jordan, you know what you're doing here, right? I feel like, like if I had read the reread this before I watched the show, I would have been like, just fucking let them kiss. Just, yeah. just let them kiss. Hysterical. <laughs> um. So like my my sort of like takes part and mm-hmm. this is this is where it gets a little repetitive where oh I'm like God, you didn't yeah. need to spend like four pages on this like we get it yep. so then another accepted comes in mm-hmm. which is Tarna Fear yeah. um, there's so many names makes more makes another comment I don't know why you just don't move into the same room yep. you're like alright yep you guys They're are joined at the hip they are a couple like right how did nobody remember this I don't know I mean I wonder if people just didn't want to spoil it for us I don't know I don't know no 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 oh. I mean the actual eyes to die oh, this idea yes. that like truly, they don't remember truly like okay yeah that seems pretty memorable and so they're like oh Tyna comes in and is like hey the Amarlin has called for everybody so we better go I shouldn't have even had stopped here to think and then they're just like I love this line where it's like, accepted we're required to maintain a certain amount of dignity preparation for the day they reach the shawl. They certainly are never supposed to run unless ordered to, but run they did. And I was like, this is so boarding school. Yeah, yeah. Well, we skipped a little bit here. Uh, Tarna mm. says Guitara Moroso died. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Myrell is like, that's the secret. And, you know, they have this whole conversation about like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they give very Aes Sedai answers about what yes. happened. So, yes. but yes, and then they run to make it to the hall in time to ha- be part of this this announcement. Which, well, uh, can okay. I? I mean, <laughs> this is like the weakest plot device in the world. Can we just, <laughs> oh like, okay, yeah. Um, but there's a brief moment where they're like kind of trying to get the sense of like what's going on, mm-hmm. and there's like a bunch of rumors. We get a moment about the sea folk, yep, which we know what that means now, yeah. Um, which is like there was like I loved I did like this line where Moiraine is thinking about Samael who is of the sea folk and it's like she wanted to, it seemed as though she wanted to forget her origins Moiraine had seen her fumble a weave time after time before suddenly setting it so perfectly that you wondered why she had failed before mm-hmm. and it's so funny to me that we've seen Moiraine now get like her thought process is getting her from point A to point B but this is I think where her like biases come in Mm. and stop her from getting to that point Mm. right Mm -hmm. which i thought was interesting yeah yeah because if she if she had given it the same thought she gave other things which we watched her do Mm -hmm. she maybe would have gotten a little bit further with that thought process about the sea folk but instead it's but then everyone progressed at her own pace and the tower never pushed harder (laughs) than you could go right (laughs) Which also all, a lie. The tower yeah. never pushed you harder. Like, come on. Right. Now. Untrue. That's ridiculous. Uh, we also get a little bit about the Tuatha'an mm-hmm. and their associate, like their relationship to um, women who can channel in the tower, which is like if they show up, if they see any, they're like, okay, got to yeah. go to Tarvalin. Yep. Yep. Let's go. And then we get this 
really absurd announcement. Oh, my God. This is, like, the weakest, most transparent. I can't even believe that this is going to be the entire. This is, like, the whole book, basically. Is that yeah. the So the, the Amerlin seat decides, like, <laughs> that she makes this announcement. In Thanksgiving, for the continued safety of Tarvalin, the tower is going to give a bounty of 100 crowns of gold to every woman in the city who bore a child between the day the first soldiers arrived and the day the threat has ended. It which, didn't bother me as much. And like, which n- when not in, not just like, oh yeah, and if somebody shows up, we're going to give them the money. No, no. You are all going to go out and search exhaustively and <laughs> log down every woman who has given birth to a child. Like, come the fuck on. Like, how much is this costing the tower? Like, that is... That is the flimsiest of excuses okay, for a imagine, census. Come on now. <laughs> Go imagine. But imagine. You're not a Felicidae. You're you're an accepted hearing this. So, like, you are taught, like, do not question. You do what yeah. they, that you were told to do. Like, you don't understand why an Aes Sedai might be asking something, but you do it anyways. You don't need to understand why. So, like. Sure for the accepted, but the other Aes Sedai? I know, but I think the other Aes Sedai are questioning it. I think yes. this is yeah. Tamra kind of being like, well, I have to do something. <laughs> I don't know what to do. This is what we're going to do. And we're going <laughs> to, in the same way that we kind of see Suan do, right? When she's mm. Amerlin, which is make the best choices you can, even right. if they're going to like fuck you over eventually. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And so that's kind of how, like they're fallible people. Like from sure. Moiraine's perspective, the Amerlin is the Amerlin. Right. But we know that the Amerlin are fallible. Right, right, right. So it didn't, it didn't, it, I agree. It is like super weak. <laughs> but I think it's also the best the character could do in the moment. Hmm. And so the character, like without this flimsy thing, what else is there? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Right? Right. But I'm, yeah, it is it is just so, fr- it's so flimsy. <laughs> it, it is. Me so it's much. very flimsy. I, but I understand how it could get to the point where she would make this. Like, it doesn't feel false yeah. for the narrative. Sure. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel devicey to me because this is the story he wants to tell and this is how he has to tell it. And there are reasons for which this character would make this choice. I mean, I guess we don't know her that well, but yeah, sure, sure. I mean, based on their reasons for which the Amarillin, I guess right. I should say, would make right. this choice versus this character. Yeah, yeah. I do. I will. So side side tracking here. There's this description of Alana here, where yeah. it talks about how she's a shy woman at heart, but she worked hard at being I loved fierce. It. And I was like, oh, Alana, my fave. There you are. Ugh. I know. I, I mean, I love so... show Alana. Book Alana I was gonna is being say, super shady right now. Yeah, so Book Alana is being going on with her, a total creep. But yeah. show Alana is great. Show Alana is great. Um, yeah, if I guess I, sh- I should say, if you haven't, I interviewed Priyanka Bose on my other podcast, yes. Daisy Geek Girls, um, and we'll link it in the show notes because she is a delight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I really liked that little aside. I thought it was like very cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, made me happy. Yeah. So yeah. So Moiraine and Suan, they obviously know exactly why this is happening, and they're like, "Oh my God, we're gonna find the Dragon Reborn!" Like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we get this whole situation where it turns out to be not that awesome because you have to go out into the cold to the camps <laughs> with like the very stern guardsmen. 
And I liked I liked this though. I liked like Moiraine like getting ready to leave <laughs> and like being like, "This I'm gonna take my knife and I'm gonna take my like thing to sharpen my pens." She is and very. Pre- I appreciate how prepared she is for it's all really eventualities. Cute. It's super. That I it's I think it's just this is the first part of a part that drags for me. So yes, I'm like, I oh. agree. In memory, I'm like, oh my god, it didn't need go. to be that long. No, I it liked didn't. this like yes, this first bit is good. It. Yes, I agree. And like then she's like kind of annoyed that everybody beat her. Yes. Because yeah. she's like, everyone's ahead. And she's like, what? Did they not have to pack anything? Right. <laughs> that did, like, make me laugh. I will say this is where it occurred to me, which I did not like this one beat, where so she does all this prep and she's we're kind of obviously we're in her head. We're seeing her actively make the choices she's making and her thought process. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to, like, watch her learn to be the Moiraine that she will eventually become. Right. However, Jordan which he does all the time, especially to the women, is any time she does something that she is attempting to do and succeeds, she is immediately cut down by something outside of her control. Hmm. Right? Like, this is a moment where she, like, the groom is, like, kind of an asshole to her. Yeah. And she, like, has her stuff, and the groom's like, okay, I'm going to... um help you up like but mockingly and mm-hmm. Moiraine is like no I can do it I've been writing since I was 10 mm-hmm. but then there's this like oh but the accepted dresses are too like they're not divided so they like bunch up around her legs right and, like, and so it's like an immediate way to like cut her down after mm. she's just succeeded at something and mm. it's something that happens in the books in the like mainline series a lot with like Egwene or Nynaeve yeah and it's really frustrating that it's happening here too he does have some patterns. Uh, yeah. So I didn't love that I like got that here. Yeah. Um, but I did like this moment of her watching Suan try to ride a horse. <laughs> a lot. Like Suan could ride. She was just really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I love this part. She's like, I was going to buy her a horse, but she wouldn't let me. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, oh she's God. your rich girlfriend. Like, just let me buy you a horse. Like, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Suan's obviously like, no, you cannot buy me a you horse. Can't buy me a horse i love it and they're this is sort of like building up to them just getting really excited about potentially being the ones who could find the dragon Mm -hmm. reborn because as far as they know and as far as we know they're the only two accepted who know the true reasons for why they're doing this right um there's some like funny interactions between them which, like, I loved this moment where Moiraine's, like, joking with her. She's like, you're thinking of Bonding Steeler, who's the guard? <laughs> yeah. And Suen is like, Suen's stare was such a blend of astonishment and horror that she nearly laughed. But Suen nearly fell off her horse again, too, and she could not laugh at that. And I was like, oh, my God. They're great. They're, They're great. so great. Yeah. Uh, and then Moiraine is kind of thinking about, like, there's a little bit about... Tarvalin yeah. and the gates. We this whole, they're riding through and we get this whole description of like all the different people and what they're wearing. And Which like, is like fun. Yeah, it's all right. And I, I like kind of wish that like we'd seen more of the version of Tarvalin in this book in the show. I, I thought, I mean, it did feel very international to me. No, it did feel. I mean, like literally where they're like the blue cat resembled an oh, actual blue yeah. cat. That's right? true. These building descriptions are super fanciful and we definitely don't see that. We in didn't show. get that, You're which right. I thought I would have, have been loved very, a blue cat cool. building. You're right. You're right. That would have been great. It would have been really awesome. We also get a little bit of this like idea, which we'll see 
several times now where Moiraine just like doesn't like not knowing things. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. she's just like, oh, I hate not knowing things. <laughs> you're like, that's <laughs> like, that's oh. correct. That's right. Yep. And we got some um, Ogier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like this moment where she like bows to the Ogier and he like gives her equal gravity, but then. <laughs> He like grins because he's like, I know you're an ex. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's kind of cute. It's super cute. It's super cute. Like that didn't feel like an undercutting. That just felt like a very sweet moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, because it doesn't make fun of her. Right. Like it's you know they're they're like sharing a moment. Yeah. Situation. Like, nice. Yeah, and then we get this weird moment where they're trying to cross this bridge to get to the camps to register yeah. children and women, and there's a bunch of white cloaks. At the Ugh. foot of the bridge, being Gross. white cloak assholes, as usual. Yep. And Moiraine, and- like, tries to give an order, and, like, it doesn't, it's not. <laughs> work. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I love it the is- two of them trying to, like, boss this guardsman around, and he's just like, you're an accepted. I don't yeah, have he's to like, listen I to you. I am, like, 70 years old. Yeah. I'm not, you can't fool me. Right, exactly. It's amazing. Which is, it was kind of funny. It was also, like. I guess we see hints of that in the book, but it was, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't like this, like, I I guess the White Cloaks exist here sort of as a reason for her to get to the point where she's, like, um, glad for the presence of the guards and recognizing, like, a dagger would not be much help, like, much use against a White Cloaks arrow. None of her preparations were turning out to be very useful mm. in that you can't prepare for everything. Right. right? That's, like... Right something Moiraine has to learn and mm-hmm. continues to learn, I think, in the series we're reading. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we see Suan, who actually does have that, like, level of uh, control and where she can give a command. But it doesn't work, right? Well, no, this time it sort of works a little bit in terms of, like, she gets the reaction. It just then doesn't go the way they want, want right, it to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's see. So they finally, oh, they go through this deserted village, which is yeah. pretty upsetting. I mean, this is very like the, the hazards of war here. Yeah. Which is good because accurate. Um, we, like, we meet another accepted. Yep. And then they, I mean, there's not that. Oh, right. So they finally get to the camp that they're going to go to yeah. and get, like, set up. Right. It's, it's like, this was just such a long sequence that didn't mm. need to be this long. We get a lot of, like, Moiraine sort of being like, uh, okay, I'll, because of Sue, I'm being like, even when women are lying but clearly need help, like, writing the name down or, writing, like, all these women yeah. are in line to be like, this is my baby. This mm-hmm. is when they were born. And just kind of dealing with the populace it's like whatever <clears throat> yeah i mean there yeah there's a few interesting interactions um where like i that that i think are just there to prove to moiraine like this is not going to be simple like this yes. is way more complicated than you thought it was going to be but yeah it goes on for a long time it's very long and it did not and, like she's cold and like people are annoying and you know. i think it's like it's another way of jordan showing us like who moiraine is as a care he care he 
as a woman from Carrion. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, she's got uh, and like this like idea of like noblesse oblige, like she's very like royalty mm-hmm. raised. She's clearly, you know, got certain yeah. ideas about how things should be done. Yeah, and then so like they have it, it's literally like pages and pages it's of this. It goes on for so long. It goes on for so long. Um, they like make a friend because they she does Moiraine does a nice thing for yeah. accepting a baby who's clearly too old. Um, and so this woman, you know, decides to like give them tea and like be helpful. And then, all right, so finally we get some action here. Uh. Two eyes to die show up, and it's a woman named Mylan who I don't yeah. remember hearing of before. I don't remember her. And then Aleda. And Ugh. now this is super, this is I, where all the weirdness around right? this starts. It's so weird. Like, immediately they're like, we're we're supposed to be here. Like, they're very, like, I, I like obviously they're supposed, like, I don't understand. I mean, I guess there's this whole backstory with Aleda and Moiraine and Suan at this point that I also don't really understand. I don't yeah, understand like anything about this. Yeah, they're clearly, like, afraid of her. Yes, and she has these like intensely high expectations of them, which it's so like Malin calls them her pets at one yeah, point, and Moiraine and Suan are like, "What? Yeah, she hates us. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Right? It's right. so strange. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, like Aleda says, you know, they're like, "Oh, we're supposed to be here," and she's like, "Oh, are you surprised to see me? <laughs> yeah, like it's Ugh. very like, like." Hello, I'm evil. Mm. Like, it's so weird. Mm. She's like, I reached Tarvel just before the aisle, and I've been busy since, but never fear, I'll call on both of you. And you're like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's really gross and creepy. And, like, she's saying this, like, I expect them to pass the test easily. I'll accept nothing less. It's like, what does she have? Like, what? Why? Why is she, right? right. Why is know. she so up in their business? We don't know. It's so, so strange. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I feel like we could have had less pages of them dealing with these, like, babies and women mm. and, like, maybe some explanation as to the Aleda relationship. Yeah. Like, why didn't the, like, when Aleda came up the first time, when she's thinking about how Aleda was the right. only other one who, like, did yes. that or whatever, have a line that's, yep. like, but it meant, you know, X, Y, and Z for their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, explicitly. Like, just say yes. it. Yes. Yep. Know. Exactly. It was weird. Yeah. Then there's like another weird conversation where Moiraine's like, I don't really understand why there are so many babies happening. Right. <laughs> like, oh, Moiraine, she doesn't like to think about sex. Um, like, I don't okay. know if you got it, but she's kind of a prude. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll get okay, there thanks. again and again. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's tiresome. Um, but unfortunately, now that the Aes Sedai have showed up, people in the village kind of are like, oh, they're, these two girls are not Aes Sedai. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which previously they've been sort of like, Po- you know, faking it. Yeah, like the t- the Amerlin had been like, don't tell anyone your eyes to die, but right. if they think you are, then like, fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't work. Everybody gets very rowdy, and they like they they like are trying to get through the end of the line because there's not that many people left, and they don't want to lose anybody. But mm-hmm. the guardsman is like, we have to go. And then there's this whole situation where the woman they impressed earlier like surrounds the guards, which along is kind with of a funny. Bunch of other women and children to like help out, <laughs> really, so that they can like get through their line. Yeah. It's like what? Okay, I guess that's kind of funny. Okay, it's like all right. And then, and then they have to like, rush home. Right, they're obsessed with getting back to the tower before dark because if they don't they get punished because like it was like unclear to me like how that to me was just like a you listen to the Amberlin, I guess that's or right. you're yeah. in trouble right okay, like fair enough. 
like fine. Right. Um, so they get back and then Moiraine gets called to um Marion. The Marion, who is the mistress of novices or uh whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, what did I, I liked her being like, oh my God, am I going to get caught for a prank? I thought I got away with <laughs> Yes, I know. It was great. <laughs> that was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. But so she gets there and Maureen's like, oh, uh, so you're basically your whole family's dead. Right. <laughs> but it's like, so her uncle was the king mm-hmm. of Carheon and both of his brothers, they all died. Right. And like. Moiraine's father was sort of the black sheep for not being a piece of shit, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. And so she doesn't really care, which I like. Yes. She was like, okay. Right. And there's this whole, like, through line of Marine being like, no, you have to, like, I'm sure you're just in shock. Right, like, you're I'm in sure shock. you care. Right, yes. And I kind of liked that it forced this idea of, like, do you have to care if, like, shitty people who just happen to be related to you are gone. I appreciated Moiraine's side of this. I found yeah. beca- I found this like through line of like everybody assuming that she's grief stricken yes. and like what happens because of it. I found I like felt like it was a little overplayed at a certain point. I was like, oh my god, we're well, back to this again. Well, it went on too long. It went on way too long. As with like so many things. Yes. But I do, I loved the scene that we're getting to in a bit where Suan and Moiraine talk about it and Suan says yeah. like exactly the right thing. It's great. Yes, um, I agree. Like here it's so funny because it's putting her in the position of someone telling her she should be feeling yes. a certain way and feeling wrong for not feeling that way and feeling she has to like go through the motions because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that to me is a very big character building moment that he played well yeah. in this scene. Yes, yes. Um, so she like goes back to her room. She has her like little weird penance where she's like, I guess I have to do this. Oh, yeah. This was interesting to me. Like all of this stuff that felt more religious than I'm used to seeing. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this because, you know, we hear about penance as being assigned as a punishment. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this is the first time I'm aware of like sisters like choosing to do penance to the point where they're overdoing it. Like I don't feel like I saw that. I don't remember that from the other books. No, and I think, but this is where I think we're seeing a lot, like, a lot of the humanity come out mm. in, and the fallibility of humanity come out <laughs> right, in right. Uh, here. Because, like, I think in the books we see the fallibility of Aes Sedai in their choices and how they interact with great circumstance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's in how they react to the dragon reborn or the battle coming or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily in, like, how they're actively choosing to live their own lives. Right, right. Which is where this is, right? Yeah. This we're seeing a lot of, like, oh, these are the choices they make when they're not in great circumstance. Right, right, right. Which is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. There's also, Moiraine is having potentially prophetic dreams about yeah, the dragon wait. reborn. And I was like, okay. wait a minute. No, this notion of like, she wove a ward to keep her dreams from affecting anyone else's. Mm-hmm. What one, like you should have done that for every right. single person. Like should have been the first thing you taught right. Egwene and Nynaeve. Like what? Seriously. <laughs> this feels like a Jordan's like at some point invented this idea. Right. And then was like, okay, <laughs> but not from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and so she like goes to bed and then wake like has this dream, mm-hmm. right? Of a faceless young man. Um, but he called the lightning from the sky and cities burned, nations burned, the dragon was reborn. And so yeah, this potential like prof- like 
prophetic, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes to Suan's room because she doesn't want to sleep alone. Mm-hmm. And Suan is also having nightmares, potentially yep. prophetic. And they're like talking about like what can they do? Like they can't teach him to channel, but they have to guide him or something. And there's a mention of Varen here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then we're on to chapter six, and we get a lot of description of novices. <laughs> so much description of novices. We get our first mention of Shariam, who mm-hmm. we know from, and she's just like another student, you know. It's like, kind of cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Um, um so <laughs> I did like this, like. They're, like, kind of excited, like, the aisle are retreating, like, that. And they're excited because it means, like, they might have more room to, like, oh, yeah. move out a little further. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sharon's like, why are you guys gritting like idiots? And someone's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then there's the snag in their plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where Maureen is like, I've decided that Moiraine has not, is not grieving appropriately. Right. And so you're not allowed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she gets assigned to copy out uh, the records that are in the worst handwriting to make them mm-hmm. decipherable. And Suan says, like, oh, what a good idea. And Maureen's and- like, the fuck? <laughs> and then, I loved it. Yeah. And then Maureen's like, well, good. You can do it, too. She shouldn't <laughs> be left alone. And Suan's like, it God really damn it. Funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It was really funny. It was like best laid plans. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's like I love it. Like sometimes they have the biggest energy of like the last two brain cells. <laughs> Which like I thought that was really funny. Um and like seriously, I just I don't mean to keep bringing up every single mention of Suan that Maureen thinks but literally <laughs> she had never been so close to anyone as she was to Suan or loved anyone as much. Yeah, because this is the lovely conversation where yeah. Suan is like, "Why are you in shock? Like what's happening?" and Maureen's like, "Oh right, so here's the thing that happened." And Suan immediately is like, "Oh yeah, I have some asshole uncles too. Like I'll pray for them, but I'm not going to be sad when they die." Yeah. And it's just such a great moment. It really is. It's like like, uh, this is your, like, I don't know, like, I think there is something to be said for women who have these very, like, deep, intense friendships mm-hmm. when they're younger. Right, and, it doesn't like, have to be romantic. It doesn't have to be romantic. Um, or it doesn't have to be sexual. It can be romantic without right. being sexual. Like, there's exactly. all different kinds of ways it can be. And so I think Jordan has done quite a good job in having these two have this relationship where that it feels very authentic, very mm-hmm. lived in and very real. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh so now we get all of these descriptions of like how bad some of the others writing is mm-hmm. and how vague some of these entries are and um and again another thing of like this thought I thought this was going to be so simple but right. actually right there's so be really many hard. there's so many there's so many names some of them there the entries are inexact so they don't even know where the baby actually was born because mm-hmm. it's like outside Tarvalin like what is that right mean? right like on the slopes of the dragon mount that could be anywhere like it's not or that it's nobody is going to say on the slopes of right. the dragon mount so it's within sight of the dragon mount which could be a huge amount of yep. space yeah so so and then we like get we find out okay so that was how they spent their whole day and so the next day they decide well, they're going to go back and do it again even though they haven't been assigned. Well, first Alida comes in while they're working, oh, wait, right? Does she? Yeah. Did I miss that part? Yeah. I mean, maybe. No, I don't think so. Cuz they have lunch. They talk about Laris a little bit. 
Oh, you're um, right. She does. She doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's comes it's to weird. Work. She yeah. like comes in and then is like mad. There's nothing to be mad about. Yeah. and then leaves. Ugh. It's so. It's she's so really weird. creepy. It's a really weird situation. It's very weird. Um. So then it's the next day, right. and they come in, and there are clerks there, and they weren't supposed to be there. But then Tamara straight up, straight up comes in yeah. and is like. Mm. And this is the moment where, um, like, Morgan gets surprised by Tamara and, like, spills ink on her dress. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment where she's, like, she and Sue and have this conversation because, Sue, like, Morgan's, like, she just told me to use the power to clean my dress. And mm-hmm. Sue's, like, no, she didn't. She said the exact opposite. <laughs> and Maureen's, like, you have to listen to what they mean and not just what they say. Yeah. yeah. Which I liked. Like, I liked this, like, little conversation they had about intent and mm-hmm. learning because again it shows how they were both influenced by each other and became the people they were yes absolutely there's a nice give and take here for mm-hmm. sure yeah so then we're back into the records there's lots of descriptions oh right and so they both independently are starting to note down like oh this is maybe a likelier one than other and then they notice and Suan has this little book um mm-hmm. so they start to they start to make their own sort of yep. ghost records Yep. And then, oh, yeah. And then all these Aes Sedai start showing up to talk to Moiraine about oh, yeah. the Sun Throne. This I actually kind of loved because yeah. this is a whole thing I had never, like, it never even occurred to me that she would be, like, I knew that she was, like, of the royal house or whatever, but it never even occurred to me that this was an option. So, it's like, of course, the I said I would want one of their oh, own yeah. on the throne, right? Like, it makes 100%. complete and sense. Right. And how terrified Moiraine is of, like, losing her potential freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, this settles it. As soon as I get raised to the shawl, I have to get out of here, like, so that they can't make me do and this. Also, so um, the first time, so Jarna is one of the first Aes Sedai who comes to her, and she says, your half-brother Terengale is denied yes. by his marriage to the Queen of Andor. So is Elaine Moiraine's niece? Uh, I guess... Right? Wait, is she half I don't brother? Know. Who is Elaine's father? Is it Terengale? No, no. Elaine's father, because Terengale Galad is her niece, his ne- her nephew. Because isn't Galad? No, wait. I don't remember. <laughs> I need a family tree for the. <laughs> I need a non-spoilery family yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I, is the problem because that's the problem. No, wait. I, so Terengale. What, this is not Moiraine. This is not Moiraine is not currently the Queen of Andor. Morgaze. Because hmm? Morgaze is not currently the Queen of Andor. Yes, right. Sorry. Morgaze is not currently Terengale is married to the previous Queen of Andor, who's the one right. who runs away, right? We this is Wait. not spoilers based on the books is that it? we've Yeah. Is it? I'm no. pretty yes. I don't think we know that. I do think we know. That's what I think we know. I don't remember. Oh, I can't keep everyone straight. Anyway. Okay. In whatever way. In some way, Moiraine is related to somebody. <laughs> yeah. In the house of Andor. Into the next generation. She's related. <laughs> uh, like, distantly, but still. And then but, there's all this discussion of, like, how, like, her, there's, like, this blight on the family. Like, how many yeah. people are, like, evil in some way or another. And Moiraine is kind of like, I just don't really want any part of this. No. I want I, to be able to nothing. do what I want to do and nobody telling me what to do. I just want the shawl. Which is so Moiraine. Like, that's the most Moiraine. I'm going to uh, do what I want to do. You can't make me do your stupid ass. Exactly. Stuff. 
<laughs> I love it. All right. So then chapter seven. Yep. The itch. Um. <laughs> so weird. Uh, let's see. So they're still copying. Um, oh my god! There's so much. There's so, so much copying, much. and like the clerk comes back and like is like surprised to find them. And Tamara comes back and she's like, "I was pretty sure you were gonna be bored of this by now." And she's like, "No, I like doing it." Yeah, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> fine." But then Tamara is like, "Can you take this message to?" Oh, th- so Kareen Nagashi, who Kareen Kareni Kareni, excuse me. Uh, who was in the show? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although they just used the character. I was just going to say it doesn't yeah. feel at all it's like not, the same. It's not I mean, the the, same the, the the warders. One of the warders' names is the same. We get Stefan yes. in here. But. Um, I quite liked this description of Maureen coming into the Green Aja's quarters mm. because it's so. It was just so funny to me. You have all these warders who are like playing music. Yeah, and, like well, it did. Renny is like embroidering it felt actually very much like the the i said i camp with the yeah. warriors in the show yes. like oh look they're like chilling being humans like they're not always it's like all this humanity is yeah. in this one book yep it's it's true it's true right yep um there's like so one of the sisters is like teaching the war a warder to like dance yes. and like so cute. <laughs> like what is going on it's amazing um so she goes to see Kareni. She doesn't know necessarily, like, um, what's going on Mm-mm. until she hears, like, Kareni just starts, like, kind of, like, getting ready. And, and Maureen's like, is there a f- reply? And Kareni's like, I'll deal, I'll deal with it. But she says to the warders, Tamara wants me urgently but doesn't say why. Mm-hmm. And Maureen's like, ha-ha, you forgot I was here. <laughs> <laughs> and then Suan comes running up. She's got another message to another Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and of different Ajas. It's yep. gray. And and Maureen starts to think about, like, who specifically these yes. Aes Sedai are. Like, the gray is known for being, like, very strict adherence to the law, whatever she thinks. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So it's she's... She's actively putting together these pieces. Which I love because she says Suen is good at puzzles, mm-hmm. right? But we're seeing that like Moiraine is actually very good at puzzles that are not bound by the rules of a puzzle, right? Right, right. Um, and so she's like working this out where she's like, this means that Tamara's going to send him into hiding with, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. sisters that she trusts. And right. someone's like, oh, my God. I love she goes, I think my skull's going to explode. I But the <laughs> thing I couldn't quite figure out here is, are we meant to believe that Tamara's telling other women about the Dragon Reborn? No. Okay. Oh, well, I don't know. Because, like. Not in the message, certainly. No, but, like, once they have the audience, like, she... So, so Moiraine is guessing that she is using sisters she's sure of to search for him, which would mean they have to know what they're looking for. That's what Moiraine thinks, right? Right. We don't actually know what the messages are. We don't know what the conversations are had because Moiraine thinks this, and then these women actually don't leave the tower. Right, right. And so Moiraine is like, maybe it's because they have time or... Like, maybe she's wrong. Like, I don't know. Because I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but, like, we, this is all Moiraine's perspective. And this mm-hmm. is what she thinks. We don't know if it's true or not, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, anyway, but it's certainly suggested that this yes. is what Tamara is doing. And she gets and caught, like, like, trying to spy. I know. That made me laugh. Or <laughs> they're like, we're just going to try to watch and see what happens. And the new keeper is like, so uh, what, what you doing what there? What you doing? What's, what's uh, going on? And Maureen's like, oh, nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
downstairs. She's like, all right, well, don't do it again or else I'm going to have to notice that you're doing something weird. Yeah, but when Moiraine is going into these, uh, the chapter's called The Itch because as she's going into these right. like quarters with the Green Aja, she's thinking about what sim- like the symbolism of things mean and like what they might mean and she hates not knowing, but she knows she'll only know if she joins that Aja. But the worst thing is that the worst is not knowing to her. Right, right. Which is very much Moiraine that we know. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we're in chapter eight. And there's like some conversation about how the Aes Sedai are irritated with Moiraine and Suen because they are not going out and talking to women, but they're also like not taking up all the like classes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still copying out lists and like they're not mm-hmm. going fast enough and the Aes Sedai are having to teach the novices, which they genuinely, like generally, excuse me, don't usually do. And there's more rumors about like what's happening with the battle. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. And Moiraine is getting frustrated because these Aes Sedai have not left the tower and mm-hmm. she's like, there's no urgency. But right. she doesn't really know what's happening. Right. She's just like, Making a lot of assumptions, mm-hmm. and she keeps trying to like ask about rumors and right. like all the Aes Sedai are like, "Yo, like you don't, it's don't none of your business. Rumors are silly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and she's having these like classes with them because she's yeah. trying to prepare for her test. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole other section where we like hear a rumor through another accepted who's like super pretty. We get like a lot of description of this accepted. Um. Yeah. But like yeah, it. and there's other foretellings. Is the is the important part? Like yes. that, Guitara has foretold the last battle, which is you know, uh, connected obviously to the dragonry being being reborn, but not the same prophecy. Right. So. Um. Then so there's this. They have this night where they're like practicing, and Myrell is there. Hmm. And this is where I was like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. I- <sighs> because, so they're doing it, and, and Moiraine is, like, trying to do it, and Myrell and, and Suen are doing their thing and trying to distract her. And then Aleda comes in mm-hmm. and is like, well, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And then she tries, and, and she doesn't do it. And Aleda is like, you'll never pass. And I want you to pass, child. You will pass. Or I will take off your skin and dance in your bones before you're sent away. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, why are you like this? Why there has to be so a reason. Why so obsessed with them? Like, we don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. And like, then. I do not understand. She beats the shit out of Moiraine like, and then Suen with the power. Like, it's so strange. Like, Myrell and Suen are like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like. Moiraine is like bruised and beaten and crying uh, on the floor. Like she does it to, and then she does it to fun too. And, and you know, it's, and so, okay, side note that scene in the finale of yes. the show, right? Where I was like, oh, but I kind of hate that they were like, they made it in the show. They're like, oh, it was this Aes Sedai who I wanted to be like. Like I was, yeah, I, I don't thought like she was how they so great. It. And I was like, ugh, like could you? I mean, I like understand, I guess, sort of what they were doing there, and they were just using this as a seed for that. But like, ugh, uh, yeah, is, I don't love that, that. Like, I, I mean, I don't think it's excused in that other situation either. But like, this is gross. <laughs> this is and gross. they explicitly say this is wrong. Yeah, this is, they she should not be doing it. Yes, and when. Sure, when um, Marine finds out, like, 
Yeah, it stops. It stops because it's not okay, right? Right. It's not okay. Yeah. And granted, it has ramifications for the two of them because Aleda clearly thinks that they told on right. her. Right. Um, but like Maureen is straight up like I informed her that I'd asked the Amerlin for mortification of the flesh. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I know. I do love that the reason that they were gonna give her a lay depends because she's helping them cheat, basically, is what yeah. she's doing. And I was like, wow, that's because it like gives you some like insight, I guess, into what Aleda is doing. Like she is she thinks she's helping. But why? But why? Why is she so furious about it? And why is she so horrible about it? Like, like I don't. Why is she helping in the first place? Like none of like, it makes sense. This doesn't sense. even. Granted, we've only read the four books, but this doesn't even seem like the Aleda we no. met in those four books. No. Right, and that's kind of where I mean, where I'm like, I wonder what's gonna, what shift is gonna happen to Aleda's character. Yeah. I mean, in I books. Don't remember a bunch of things about Aleda. I don't. That don't that still don't quite connect to this for me. Like it's so so strange. Yeah. Um but basically they're like when the next time they see Aleda is full blown animosity. Yeah. They had acquired an enemy for life. Mm-hmm. Um and then so when this chapter ends it's with Maureen coming in and saying, Moiraine, like you are summoned to be tested for the shawl of an Aes Sedai, the light keep you whole and keep you safe. I I will say, now that I'm thinking more about this, there's a thing that Aleda does. Okay. And it certainly could help be explained by a deep-seated hatred of Suan in particular. Okay. So I guess if Jordan is, like, trying to give that more backstory, this is how he decided to do it, but it make, still doesn't, it doesn't work. Make sense. It just doesn't work because we don't we don't know why Elaine is doing this in the first place. Okay, do you, you mean the stilling? Right, okay, I couldn't remember if we, like, <laughs> it's hard to keep track of what I we've know, gotten to and what we haven't gotten to. <laughs> but yes, I do mean the stilling, and yeah, like, I think... Like, you could say that Jordan is, like, establishing extra mm. backstory for why Aleda is so hell-bent on deposing Suan, but this still just doesn't give us a reason why, no. in the first place, Aleda would have been obsessed enough to get in this situation. So I just I just don't think it works. No, I agree with you. I don't think it works. I think it was, like... I, I think it... I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if in the six or seven books that are in that pub between the shadow rising and this, mm. there's a shift in a latest character mm. that would warrant what her story is in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause based on the four books we have read, <laughs> this is bananas. Yeah. It is bananas. It is bananas. But so, uh, okay. Chapter nine is the first part of the test. So she yep. follows Marine down. Um, she's like, feeling really anxious she has a lot of pressure she's worried she's gonna fail and be Mm -hmm. out of the tower and all this stuff i did kind of love her like assembling her backup plan she's like okay well i still have the list i still know how to channel they're like they'll let me go at a certain point so i can still do this like i don't need them i'll just do it for myself and i was like oh my god this is amazing being practical i love it because at first she's like what if i fail i won't be able to do this and she's like wait no i can still do whatever i want right exactly. like it might be a little bit harder but like I can do it. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so this is like the formative moment of Maureen's yeah. life is like she is clearly on the path. She's dedicated her life mm-hmm. to finding the dragon reborn. Oh, it's so good. I I really, I agree with you. I thought that was like a really great moment of character for her mm-hmm. and like just crystallizing who she is. Yeah. 
Yeah. So good. Do we need uh, to like go step by step through the no, test? No, I, I don't think so. It's I more really like... don't feel like we do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the important thing, there are a few things. It's like one, Aleda is there and she's yes. like, why? Like, I feel like Maureen is off. She's like, why is Aleda here? Mm-hmm. Like, why is she allowed to be here? Yeah. Like, this is going to make it harder for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another weird moment about nudity. Um, Maureen, so basically, these are this test is very similar-ish yeah. to the raising to the accepted test. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. arches. It's this, like, oval thing she has to walk through, Yeah, I guess. And there's these, like, stars she has to find. Yes. And Maureen keeps being like, don't forget. I did think it was strange where um, Maureen kept being like, remember what must be remembered and Moiraine is like what does that mean and I'm like you went through the accepted test right. like you have some sort of notion yeah. of what could happen to your brain mm-hmm. right yep they were that felt weird. a little weird to me yeah um so she gets in the first thing and she's like oh of course she has to be naked and of course she's like mm-hmm. whoa this is a little weird mm-hmm. um she's a very similar moment to when Egwene went through yes. her test yeah because Egwene yep. had the ring in her bag and mm-hmm. was worried about her the ring being found the dreaming ring and Moraine has her little book of names mm-hmm. and is worried about her book being found yeah I also could have done without this first one basically being like sexual harassment. I I wrote the same thing. I was like, cool, immediate threat of sexual violence. Thanks. Awesome. Great way to start. Ew. Really? Could we not? Yeah. Because basically like she gets this dress on and then every step she takes towards the next star, a piece of clothing disappeared and there Mm. are these like three gross men who are like coming after her and she's not like, She's actually not afraid. She's more like no. furious. Yeah. Which I was like okay with that, but I still didn't like no. the entire thing. No, I agree. But, like um, find, pick a different challenge, Robert. Yeah. Jordan. Pick like pick something else. Yeah. So then it's thorns. She's like buried in thorns and there's spiders coming at her in the Ooh, second one. Oh, so creepy. I will say that was like I liked that one cuz it was like so horrifying. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah. And, and then, then she gets to the blight, I think. Yeah, and there's Trollocs, and she has to like. This was a little bit cool. She's like basically doing a dance. That I loved helps it. Her to like, yeah, because she has to. She's doing multiple weaves at once. She's doing the weave she's supposed to mm-hmm. be doing, but then she's also trying to defend herself while she while does doing it. it. And, and it's very hard. So and it's very much. It feels very much having influenced what we saw on the show mm. because in that battle at. Uh, Amon's field oh, yeah. right so there's a line in this on the last page where it's like she danced first she's like dancing as she wove hurling fire with both hands killing shadows fun with both hands and then it's uh, a quick step took her to the center of the star where she danced in a tiny circle back to back with an imaginary partner mm. which I was like oh that's your warder that's man. <laughs> that's what's happening that's what this is oh, I didn't <laughs> catch that that's great I love it I oh love it's it. so good and yeah. so then the next step so she gets through that mm-hmm. and she calls lightning from the sky mm-hmm. um, and she gets through that and then the next archway she sees which is where the next star is looks like it's going into the blight right and she's like, well, I guess this is where we're going. Yep. And that's where the chapter ends. I hope we don't have to, like, go through all hundred weaves. I okay, can't imagine I did, that I did, do that. I did glance at the top of chapter 10, and it's, like, 99 weaves. Okay. So, like, we're good. Don't worry. Phew. <laughs> nice little time jump. Yeah. Yeah. Required. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's hilarious to me how long we've been talking. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a 45-minute episode. There's not that much to talk about. <laughs> There's always that much to talk about when uh, I'm involved. It's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. I, you know, I, ha- I am not uh, free of blame either. But it, you do notice all of you notice everything, Preeti. You notice everything. It's your superpower. I, I did see it. Like somebody wrote us a really wonderful review. A uh, couple, like in Canada, which is why it's so hard to find. Like, yeah. Well, like if they'll be emailed to us through this like service we have, but if it's not emailed to us, it's so hard to figure out how to find. Like, yeah. I, I cannot figure it out. And they said something in there, I believe, where it was like, Pretty's really good at like the the deep, like incredibly deep reading. And Jen is great at big picture and moving us along. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh really hard. <laughs> well, this is why we work well together. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this podcast would be 16 hours long if I were as good as a close reader as you no, are. <laughs> and it would be. <laughs> it would be like 20 minutes if it was just me and Char. <laughs> Which is too short. So but you can see. I think what works well is that you can see like the things that do- also don't matter that I know. <laughs> I'm like, I know this thing. You're like, uh huh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it's good. It's good. All right. So here we are. We're moving along through New Spring. We are moving along through New Spring. We're halfway done. I think. Yeah, it's true. It's almost already like halfway done. I I do feel like based on what we've read so far, this book could have been a novella. Yeah. And I guess in comparison to the regular, it, news, I was just going to say, like under 400 pages, it basically is a novella for Robert but, Jordan. But it could be an actual novella. I feel like. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't disagree. Maybe perhaps a short story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you can keep an eye out for episodes on Wednesdays. Hashtag Carvalin or Bust is where the conversation is on like Twitter and stuff. Uh, and next time we'll be reading chapters 10 through 18. A big thank you goes out to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. And you can find more of his work at Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's, BrianDunnMusic.net. If you're enjoying the show, please do leave a review and or a rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other folks to find the show, and we really appreciate it. And actually, we did just get another review. I don't know if you saw it, but it made me laugh no. really hard. Um let me see if I can find it really quickly because I should have done this ahead of time, but I didn't. <laughs> and so I am searching and spelling everything wrong. Um, like a couple of days ago, somebody, oh, Vin R-H-C-X-K-K. I'm not going to try to say that as a word. So on Tuesday, it was like, excellent. Reminds me in the very best way of reading the W-O-T-F-A-Q 1990s website <laughs> in middle school computer lab. <laughs> correct the specificity of it thank you (laughs) we are extremely specific and like this the the specificity of that review of like in middle school computer lab yes Yes. oh yes thank you love it um all right you can find me on social at run with skizzers s-k-i-z-z-e-r-s uh, or on Desi Geek Girls at Slapna Krishna, where we are talking about kind of like all pop culture. Like, I think we will talk about Wheel of Time next and probably The Eternals, mm. which is dropping kind of soon. Mm. Um, and Jen, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J E N N I R L, or as I am Jen IRL on Instagram. 
And you can also find us on patreon.com slash Tarvalon or bus. Come join us. A lot of conversation is happening. Also, we're like considering doing some new stuff with the Patreon moving forward. So now's a good time to enter if you so desire the dollar. Uh, and speaking of Patreon, huge shout out to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Has Matilda, Mary G, Akil A, Gretchen W, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah Rebecca, Kelly T, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, Dre, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Peace Vulcan, Rio Well, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Barry Q, Ruth A, Catherine, Jetlag Jessica, Support Your Local Library, Sam S, David U, Amy R, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Danae, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Sabre Bouquet, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, and Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Goodbye.